Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this. This is LK from LK's Podcast Network, as well as the SOS Russell Talk Presso Network YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, please go out of your way to go check out the SOS Russell Presso Network, which is where myself, Dion, John, and Patrick, we cover Japanese pro wrestling in English like no one else. We cover every, every single Japanese major promotion out there. We cover them all in great detail, so please go over if you haven't yet. And if this, this is your first time listening to the audio version, and I'm assuming this is because it's the first ever episode, it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. The why you're, you're saying, why are you doing that when you've got the SOS WrestleTalk Presso Network? Well, the reason is this is going to be everything that's not Presso. Okay, you're going to get WWE reviews on here. You're going to get Impact, Ring of Honor, UFC, fucking Talking Life, MMA, fucking you name it. We're going to have it. So this is going to be a great platform and a great opportunity for me um, to be able to reach out, um, not just talk about Japanese pro wrestling. Cause there's a lot of other stuff that does go on in my life, and I want to welcome you to the show. Um, this is um, going to be a good fun this is a weekly raw review um win loss or tie as always this 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 show for me again and, and i've i've said this many times when i'm watching monday night raw when i'm watching smackdown live when i'm even watching the 205 i always look at these shows as a television show it's a weekly episodic television show that has wrestling on it yeah i want to see some good wrestling um i want to see you know some good matches i don't want it to be you know a snooze fest and I don't, but at the same time, I want stuff to happen. And I thought a lot happened on this show. And we're gonna, obviously going to break it down. But uh, uh, again, if I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not one of those people who just going to come in here and spew negativity. Like I literally, I went on YouTube today. I'm, I'm on an app. I'm absolutely battered, guys. I literally, I was last night. I did 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. And then obviously, and then 6 a.m. to 6:30, I walked to gym. Went gym 6:30 to half seven. I, li- I was so fucking tired. I literally jumped on the bus and. I got the bus back because it's not it's not long it's just the fact of how it's 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 the walk and it was cold and i was like i don't want to get back because i literally just had my shorts my um i was actually believe it or not this is this is actually a plug i was wearing my collar and elbow t-shirt and you can use the code lk10 that's lk10 and get 10 percent off and help support all the uh all the channels we've got here i say oh it's two you know one's a, a podcast network and one's a one's a um video network uh Pareso, uh channel dedicated um and I was there, and I was literally just in that, and I was like, "Fuck this!" So I, I put my hoodie on, and I jumped on the bus, and uh, and it literally dropped me right outside my my uh, my home. And then I, I tried to have a nap. I slept about eight thirty. I came home, did a uh, a news video on Pressing Noah. They've got a show coming up on the 29th, for which is airing live on YouTube, which everyone should go check out. I did a video on that. I hit the rack at nine, dude. I woke up by twelve. I'm on three hours kip right now, and then at twelve thirty, I did a show with Patrick, where we um, we broke down the DDT into the Fight 2019 show at Jed on DDT Universe on the twenty first. So go again, go check out if you're a fan of Japanese wrestling, or if you're new to Japanese wrestling and want to find out more, please go over there. But don't just think I'm just a Japanese wrestling fan because I'm not. I'm a fan of all genre of wrestling. I like WWE, I like Impact, I like Ring of Honor. I'm just kind of introducing myself as kind of the best thing to do here for the opening show. Um, but again, I'm giving this show a win simply on the, uh, simply because it did its job of getting me excited for WrestleMania. We're we're in a position here where obviously heading into the show was announced that the Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus um, Charlotte Flair for the um, the Raw Women's Belt that is the main event of the show. We we that's been confirmed. It's not Brock versus Seth. It's not Triple H versus Batista. It's not Angle's retirement. It's not Brian in a WTR match. It's not AJ Orton. That is going to be the main event, and I think that's rightfully so. I think they've earned that. 
and I think let's just hope they don't make a big deal. Uh, I just, I, I've always said this. I, I wish that, and I understand the fact they're making a big deal is a good thing for the women and a good thing for women everywhere. Um, but at the same time, I wish it was just organic. I wish it was like during um, there was a fucking pay per view where the women main event. It was like you know what? It was TLC. It was it wasn't a big deal they main evented because it was the main event. It was the most exciting match on the show. I think it was the Charlotte Flair. Oscar and Becky Lynch match in the TLC that was the main event and it, they didn't make a big deal about it the main event's the main event and I wish they again I respect and admire the fact that they're doing this because it is quite gutsy but it's the main event you know the main event's the main event like there doesn't need to be a big deal about it being women they deserve and earn the right to be main event it shouldn't be a big deal just the fact it's the main event is the main event you know <laughs> if that made any fucking logical sense in, in the world so heading into Roy had that um, obviously, Angle's retirement match with Corwin has been talked about very negatively. Um, I, I still, they have a week to swap it. Well, they could something could happen tonight on SmackDown Live, which could prevent it. I'm not too sure about that, but ah, man, it's going to be interesting stuff. So the show started off with Ronda Rousey. Uh, she came out after they did this really good video package, and totally if the best of video packages, without a shadow of a doubt. There's not a production company in the world that can touch E when it comes to their video packages. Really top draw stuff. Um, Rousey comes out, starts, you know, cuts a promo, just saying stuff, just really simple, basic stuff saying you're welcome, you know, implying that she's the reason why the, the women are, are being the main event of the show, which I thought was, I thought was good. I, I liked my phone's going off like a fucking madman. Well, why, why, why sending me oh, women? Well, it's just one making me sound like a dog. That's weird. What have I done? I've been I've been good. Oh, women. Oh, dude, I can't wait to talk in life, dude. You, the shit I've like, I'm a really positive person, and, and this is this is my network. I could talk about whatever the fuck I want, and I, and, it, and it'll be fascinating. This may be the first time you're listening to me. The the thing is, I've I've been through. I'd say 2018. The first half was probably one of the toughest of my life. Where I was. I just I went for a lot. I was with a lass for a lass is a, a female. I was with her my whole young adult life, and then I'm making me sound like I'm fucking fifty, dude. I'm like twenty one. So my whole adult life from seventeen to that was with her. That ended um, horribly. Um, cheated. Done anything I lied. Anything you could imagine that fucks you over, she did. And, and the worst thing was that the day before, I rem- I'll always remember this, the day before it broke up, I remember we were around her parents and we were like, um, we were looking after her little brother and we were in the in the bedroom um, changing the fucking the, the duvet thing. So she said, it was quite, it was serious. And we were like talking about how, you know, we'll get flat like this and boom, 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 boom. And then find out, I was like, whatever. So then I went on this phase where I went out every night and you guys know the gist, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm at the point where, um, the basically, this is funny. Now, this is exposing a shit, and I actually don't care. So, we broke up in the July with this, obviously, she then got with this dude, this fat motherfucker. Um, I shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> um I'm only joking. He's, I, I would say he's a nice guy, but I don't know him. He seems alright. Um, but anyway, digressing away, because I can't go on 55 different tangents, or we will be here the whole entire evening. And I would like to get a little bit of nap before I go to work at 10. Don't normally do overnights, just these two shifts. Anyway, so 
me and the the, the ex started talking in like October again. Just started like talking, and then we're like we met up for a meal, and then it turns out she told him that me and her have only ever been best friends, so that they we could talk regularly. Like if you guys have the Snapchat, you know on the Snapchat when you talk, you have the the emojis on the side. It was like the bright pink ones as a shoot like it was you talking all the time more than anyone she was talking to me more than her boyfriend obviously i'm thinking her boyfriend's cool with this <laughs> like not telling her that oh whatever and he found out i'm her ex and now i'm blocked on everything and that's the best thing dude if you ever guys or girls if you ever go for a breakup the fucking best thing you can do is block them we're now in march i'm talking to a gorgeous blonde who's the nicest human being i've ever met and it's fucking amazing. Like, little things like, how's work going? Like, the fact that... Oh, just, I can't touch it. I don't want to go off because I'll, I'll, get, I'll get it all around. We'll save that for a Talking Life episode. We are here to talk about the wrestling. How did we go from Ronda Rousey... Dude, this is what you get. This is this is what you get. You, we could go from talking about Ronda Rousey. We could then talk about women. I think it, it went full circle. It went full circle. Anyway, digressing. Back we go. So Rousey came out, she cuts a simple promo saying, you're welcome. Again, claiming responsibility for the main event. Then cuts a promo saying, she's then going to kick their asses. Puts the mic down. Getting great heel heat. She keeps doing this until Becky Lynch comes out. Lynch cuts promo back and forth, back and forth banter. Uh, Charlotte comes out again, back and forth. It's a beat the clock challenge match. So we have um, each, a beat the clock challenge. Obviously, you, I'm assuming you guys know what that is. Where it's one-on-one and you have to beat the time. The time was set by Ronda Rousey. She defeated Sarah Logan with the armbar in a minute 25. And then it was Charlotte's turn. Charlotte uh, failed to defeat Ruby Wright in under a minute and 25 due to... Um, uh, not due to anything. Um, she had literally applied the figure eight just as the one minute 25 came up. So it protected her. It looked as if the way they did it looked as if, okay, she would have won if she had an extra few seconds. So they didn't make her look like a joke. So I respect that. And they didn't bury Ruby right when I tap out. And then uh, Becky Lynch defeated Liv Morgan with a uh, a um, jackknife uh, jackknife cover uh, to win. Um, again, it's she has momentum and bragging rights heading in. I thought this was a good build. You're getting everyone in, in, involved and interacting with each other. Um, I liked uh, before Becky Lynch's match began with Liv Morgan. Charlotte obviously pissed off. She lost. She nailed Becky Lynch with a really nice big boot. Um, again, just to keep it physical, not too much, not get not, not get anything with Rousey involved, um, which was good stuff. And then ne- they announced next week it's going to be a six-woman tag with uh, Rousey teaming up with Charlotte and Becky against the Riot Squad, which I think should be really fun. I think that's a I think I like that. I like it when WrestleMania opponents team up. They used to do that all the time. I remember when um they did that in No Way Out of Seven. It was like the main event. They had the uh, world title match of um of uh, Batista and Taker teaming up against Cena and Michaels. I remember that back in the day. It was good stuff. Um, Elias then tried to perform in Times Square, complained about New Yorkers, and got mad at other street performers trying to gloom onto him. Oh. And then we had a handicap match. We had Finn Balor defeating Bobby Lashley and Jinder Mahal. There was a stipulation here, and that is that if Finn Balor won, he'd get a one-on-one Intercontinental title match against Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Aaliyah Rush was going to be in it, but he uh, said he's too injured, so Jinder Mahal replaced, replaced him, and then obviously Balor pinned Jinder Mahal with a coup de grace to to earn the uh, championship match coming up at WrestleMania. Um, I'm up for this. Um, the one-on-one match they had on Raw, I think it was two weeks ago, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I like the fact that they're they're getting Mahal on the show as well. Um, it, it's, it's all about getting that TV time, even if you lose. It's better to have that TV time than not. I just... 
I don't know. I, I was expecting a, a multi-man ladder match at Mania. And I'm not disappointed with Balor and Lashley. Even though we have seen it quite a bit. I would like something fresh. I would like a stipulation maybe on this. But again, nothing certain until Mania. If, if that makes any fucking logical sense. Nothing is certain until then. But no, this was this was this was fun. This was good stuff. I mean, with the talent involved, it was never going to be bad. Speaking of not being bad, we had Ricochet and Alistair Black defeating the Revival. Um, what a match! The dude, this was really good. The pace was really great. And apparently, on a house show, uh, the Revival and um, Gable and Bobby Roode had a banger. Apparently, on one of the um, one of the Raw house shows over the weekend. Apparently, according to fact, like some fans said, it was one of the best wrestling matches they've seen and been to live. Which is like, fair play. They're going out. The Revival are going out and killing it, which is really great to hear. I really like hearing stuff like that. Like the house shows are, you know, they're not that important, but they they're good for talent and good for uh, just good for the fans. You know, being able to see them out, not serious, serious, just going out there and having a bit of fun. And then the, the Ricochet and Alistair Black defeat the Revival again. Uh, so Ricochet and Alistair Black have now defeated the Raw Tag Champs. So assuming that they're gonna have a rematch at WrestleMania. Um, unless they get the Rude and Gable involved in it and have a three-way, but there's so many multi-man tags and multi-man matches is, is crazy but they could do that but either way i think this was a this was a really good match dude the ending was sick so alistair black hit the fade to black on both dawson and wild at the same time it was so good and then ricochet hit the six that he sent on off the top's got the win i thought this did a good job it's promote is um again promoting the future of not you know them being the future but the future of okay they've pinned the tag champs what's what's going to go on here we're going to give a three we're going to get what two uh, standard traditional tag team match at mania what's going to happen and then drew McIntyre came out he cut a promo on roman reigns told him not to accept his WrestleMania challenge for the benefit of his wife and children reigns immediately came out he cut a promo saying roman reigns accepts this isn't roman reigns never fucking mention my wife and kids ever again i thought that was a really great promo um, the 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 seriousness in his voice it felt like a, it, it's now turned into a hatred feud like in that one segment it turned from a okay McIntyre and Reigns at Mania should be okay match to now okay there's there's reason and stake here and I think they could make a fucking big star in Drew McIntyre now hear me out My, obviously with obviously what happened in the main event we'll touch on when we get to it I think McIntyre is going to be a big 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 major player come summer come SummerSlam come in the summer I think McIntyre is going to be a big player. I think they put McIntyre over Reigns at Mania in the grand stage. Everyone watching. Wow, what a big deal this is. He beat Roman Reigns. Next few months, you could have a Drew McIntyre versus now champion Seth Rollins for the Universal title in a big program. Have McIntyre win money in the bank. Go on, cash in, be champion. I, I th and the thing is, McIntyre, he's a good promo. He's got a great look. Great wrestler. He's the full package, man. He's you can stick you can stick him on a poster or stick him on a TV show or stick him on a on a, on a podcast, whatever, and and promote the company. I think be, he's a huge asset to the company. But this was really good stuff. And then um, Reigns started brawling. Reigns obviously had the upper hand because he's pissed off because McIntyre talked about his family. McIntyre the heel, low blow, and then uh, two claymores and stood at tall over him. I thought that was great. It made McIntyre look great. It made Reigns not look like a pussy. It made Reigns look like he has balls. It makes Reigns look like the good guy. It means people are going to be cheering for Reigns and booing for McIntyre. Fingers crossed if you know the narrative of the story comes out. This was really well done. I enjoyed it. Zero complaints for me genuinely did its job and remember the job isn't have a great wrestling matches on the show is to make you want to buy it makes you want to buy the network it makes you want to watch wrestlemania and that ladies and germs did a good job for me of making me want to watch wrestlemania 
Then when Natalia versus Sasha Banks, ended in a no contest when Nia Jax and Tamina came out and got involved. Um, dude, this was really good. Um, I wasn't expecting this match to be as good as it was because it got given quite a bit of time. It was in Sasha Banks' hometown in Boston. Um, and then uh, Beth Phoenix uh, got involved and she hit a glam slam on Tamina, which looked really good. And the crowd chanted, you still got it. I was like, no shit. <laughs> I shouldn't be fucking in the tag title match if she didn't. Uh, but no, good stuff. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then they did a really touching moment in the Heart Foundation uh, video package and Natalia cried in the ring as uh, the crowd gave a standing ovation for the Heart Foundation going into this year's Hall of Fame. I thought that was touching. I thought that was really good, really nice, and I dug it. Uh, Dean Ambrose and backstage challenge Drew McIntyre last man standing match later tonight. Simple. Um, then there was a segment which I did not watch because uh, I fell asleep. It was an Alexa Bliss's moment of bliss. So I don't want to give an opinion on it, but apparently, um, apparently, Michael Chi and Colin Jost are going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal WrestleMania. Yay. Then we had Baron Corbin. He defeated uh, Apollo Crews with the end of days. This match was actually all right. Um, it, it got given the perfect amount of time. It wasn't too long, but it wasn't a squash. Uh, Crews obviously getting the win last week, so there's some story here. Um, and Corbin looking strong heading into his um, heading into his match with uh, Kurt Angle WrestleMania, if that match takes place, of course. And Seth Rollins comes out, cuts a promo saying how he'll be un unstoppable at Mania. He's got. He, he was. He was. Uh, puckering up to the fans saying you know the, with you guys behind me you'll be able to say the beast i love how you guys have been coming up to me and saying please please defeat brock do it for us and then Heyman came out and fuck me sideways he is the best promo honest fucking just such a great promo y y you can't touch his promos they are they, just everything about the delivery the tone of voice the mannerisms everything about it is just fucking top draw Next level greatness. He could be the best promo guy of all time. Genuinely. You know, you'd have zero complaints from me because I think he's fucking amazing. Uh, Heyman took fun of him. Um, you know, he then did this whole thoughts and prayers shtick. Talk about, oh, you know, all the fans, all they want. You know, you'll, you'll be in my thoughts and prayers. It was, it was quite funny and it made sense. He says he doesn't have a prayer at WrestleMania. Uh, Rollins then confronted Heyman on the stage and said he doesn't need thoughts and prayers. He answers them. And again, referring to the crowd fans earlier on, great segue, great, sorry, great ending to the promo. Because at the start of the promo, Ron is saying the fans have been, you know, begging and praying that he beats Brocket Mania to get the title back on Raw full time. And then Heyman at the end saying, look, you know, you, you need the thoughts and prayers. And him going, no, I answered them. I don't need them. I answer them. Just a great promo. I thought that was really well written. Um, just good stuff. Uh, Heyman and Rollins interacted well. Rollins is a good, solid promo as well, I must say. Um, this is a good build. A solid build about Brock there. Obviously, Brock's, they announced Brock's going to be there next week. As well as they announced uh, Ray Ray versus Angle. That should be a banger on next week's Raw. Um, fingers, that'll be Kurt Angle's last ever match on, on Monday Night Raw. That's absolutely mental, isn't it? Brutal. Um, then Kurt Angle defeated Samoa Joe um, in, a, in an okay match. Um, I felt bad for Angle because there was a couple of botches in there, and obviously I want Angle's retirement tour to be as good as it can be. Uh, but I think he's hanging them up at the right time. He can still go, like he's not borderline offensive to watch. He can still go, but it's not the Angle of old, which he's getting. He's getting old, which it's just it's life. There's there's nothing you could do about it. It doesn't it's, it doesn't upset me. It doesn't. It's just. It's Angle. He's, he's one of the greatest of all time. And I'm glad he gets a retirement match. And I just If it's against Corbin, it's against Corbin. I'm just going to be happy for Angle. Uh, but he got the win here. Reverse Kukina Clutch into a, into a cradle to get the win in a good match. 
um Joe delivered here loved I love his um suicide dive where he uses his forearm like normally they just do a dive just to look pretty he does a dive and uses his forearm to kind of nail them on the way down I think that looks really fucking great and we went into the last man standing match with Drew McIntyre and Dean Ambrose this was a brutal match um kendo stick shots there was a brutal full away slam into the barricade um and then um Ambrose got pounded through the table and his head hit the bottom buckle pretty damn hard and then a uh, claymore kick from mcintyre got the victory um it, and well, because ambrose can answer the 10 count i thought that i thought it was a good episode of raw you had a good main event there you had a good match in the i thought the ricochet and alice about to feed the revival was a good match for for the hardcore wrestling fans you had angle joe being a good a good solid match last man's down was a good match for everyone there was the triple h and batista stuff as well which i'll touch on now so triple h came out and announced that at fucking WrestleMania, Batista only will wrestle him. And again, because Batista's lawyer um, came out, well, not came out, wrote Triple H a letter saying the only way Batista will wrestle you is if you put your career on the line. And I thought that's 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 some good solid build there. That's just anticipating the match. Okay, Triple H's career is on the line. And it makes sense because it potentially could, you could see it being the end for, for Triple H because now he's more of a backstage role. Maybe he doesn't feel he needs to wrestle anymore. Maybe his body can't handle it. He's been fucking wrestling for so long now. It's, it's insane. I'm over 25 years he's, he's wrestled on a, on a, on a really regular basis plus owning not owning the company but being a mega part of the company backstage in the back in the behind the scenes and running nxt it's it's proper mental so who knows if it'll be the last time um we see triple h but at least it, it makes that match more interesting it really really does and it'll be interesting to see what batista puts on because batista talked about how he wanted his last match to be with triple h at wrestlemania he said that on raw two weeks ago so maybe this is a pretty much you know, Batista wants to, uh, on his way out wants to take Triple H's career storyline, kayfabe wise, on the narrative of the story. But overall, I thought it was a good show. Um, it flew by. I didn't again. I didn't watch this with adverts. If this with adverts, probably was would be a different ball game. Um, but to me, the show flew by. It was quick. Um, it was enjoyable. And there was some good wrestling on. There were some good stories. And uh, not much. Nothing offended me. I thought this was a solid episode of Raw. And if here, otherwise, I, I probably think they're biased. Um, there's lots of YouTube, especially channels that just bash W just for the sake of it, because it's the thing to do, um, and they're just too negative. I can't, I can't be dealing with that. I'm, I'm all about positivity. I could give constructive criticism, as I have done, but nah, I'm not all about that life. But I want to thank you guys for for tuning in again. Collar and elbow. Use the code LK10. Get 10% off and help this uh, help this channel. Um, also, SOS Rest Talk Pareso Network on YouTube. We're at 903 subscribers. Let's get our ass to 1,000 subscribers, guys. Let's get that done by the end of the year. We can do it. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, make sure you, if you, again, if you're listening on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, go fuck yourself radio, however you're listening to it, please hit follow and get the regular downloads of these episodes because they're going to be coming thick and fast. Um, I'm going to cover lots of WWE impact from time to time. Um, WrestleMania weekend, I'm going to be heavy on here, boys. I'm going to be heavy. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, so that in mind, guys, thank you so much for watching. This has been LK. Stay safe, stay well with your weekly Raw review, and I'll be catching your asses down the line.